When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 572, 30 Life Lessons from 30 Years by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com and I'm Justin Mollick. This is the podcast where I act as a personal narrator for you for free, mostly from blogs and sometimes from books. Today from both, technically. I'm a bit behind with work, not complaining, just saying. I'm recording this on the 4th of July. I don't take days off. <laughs> and the minimalists have been kind enough to let me play excerpts from their audiobook. I narrated the book and they said I can play any and all of it here and it's perfect for busy times like right now. And this is just one essay from the book. It's a longer one, around 10 minutes. So this will be a longer episode, but a good one. And if Joshua were to update this post, it would be 36 life lessons because he turned 36. Very recently, actually, you can still wish him a happy belated birthday. Anyway, since it's a longer post, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. 30 Life Lessons from 30 Years by Joshua Fields Milburn. I recently turned 30 and during the journey, I've learned a great deal. Following are 30 of the most important life lessons from my first 30 years on this planet. Number one, we must love. You know the saying, it's better to have loved and lost and never to have loved at all, right? I know, we often dismiss cliches with a wave of the hand, but maybe it's a truth so profound we can discuss it only with aphorisms. Yes, we must love, even if it breaks our hearts, because unless we love, our lives will flash by. Number two, love isn't enough. Although we must love, love is not enough to survive. We must take action to show others we care, to show them we love. Yes, love is a verb. Number three, happiness is not for sale. We can't buy happiness, yet we search the aisles, shelves, and pages of eBay in search of something more, something to fill the void. The stuff won't make us happy though, not in the long run anyway. At best, material things will temporarily pacify us. At worst, it will ruin our lives, leaving us empty, depressed, and even more alone, alone among a sea of trinkets. The truth is we are all going to die, and heaping our tombs with treasure will not save us from this fate. Number four, success is perspectival. I used to think I was successful because I had a six-figure job my friends and family could be proud of. I thought the house with too many bedrooms would make me look even more successful, as would the luxury car, the tailored suit, the expensive watch, the big screen TV, and all the trappings of the material world. I got it all, and I sure as didn't feel successful. Instead, I felt successful. Number five, make change a must. For the longest time, I knew I wanted to change. Unhappy, unsatisfied, and unfulfilled, I knew I didn't have freedom. Not real freedom. The problem was I knew this intellectually, but not emotionally. 
I didn't have the feeling in my gut that things must change. I knew they should change, but the change wasn't a must for me and thus it didn't happen. A decision is not a real decision until it is a must, until you feel it on your nerve endings, until you're compelled to take action. Once your shoulds have turned into musts, then you are ready for change. Number six, the meaning of life. Giving is living. The best way to live a worthwhile life is simple. Continuously grow as an individual and contribute to other people in a meaningful way. Growth and contribution, that's the meaning of my life. Number seven, health is underestimated. Our well-being is more important than most of us treat it. Without health, nothing else matters. Number eight, sentimental items are less important. My mother died when I was 28. It was a difficult time in my life, but it helped me realize our memories aren't in our things. Our memories are inside us. Number nine, your job is not your mission. At least it wasn't for me, although I treated it like it was for the longest time. I worked so much that the rest of my life suffered. There's nothing wrong with hard work, as long as it doesn't get in the way of life's more important areas, health, relationships, passion. Number 10, finding your passion is important. Passion is not pre-existing, which means you can cultivate a passion as long as you find something that aligns with your principles and desires. Number 11, relationships matter. Every relationship, friendship, romantic, or otherwise, is a series of gives and takes. Every relationship has an us box. For the relationship to work, both people must contribute to and get something from that us box. If you just give but you don't get, you'll feel used, exploited, taken advantage of. If you only take but don't give, you're a parasite, a freeloader, a bottom feeder. Number 12, you don't need everyone to like you. We all wanna be loved, it's a mammalian instinct, but you can't value every relationship the same, and thus you can't expect everyone to love you the same. Life doesn't work that way. My friend Julian Smith articulates this sentiment very well in his popular essay, The Complete Guide to Not Giving a Quote, when people don't like you, nothing actually happens. The world does not end. You don't feel them breathing down your neck. In fact, the more you ignore them and just go about your business, the better off you are, unquote. Number 13, status is a misnomer. Similar to quote-unquote success, our culture places an extraordinary emphasis on material wealth as a sign of true wealth, and yet I know too many people of supposed status who are miserable. They don't seem wealthy to me. One's true worth isn't determined by his or her net worth. Number 14, jealousy is a wasted emotion. Competition breeds jealousy, although we often give it prettier labels like competitive spirit or stick to or ambition. Jealousy is ugly though. It is never a way to express we care. It's only a channel through which we broadcast our insecurities. Number 15, everybody worships something. In his This Is Water commencement speech, my favorite fiction writer, David Foster Wallace, said it best, quote, there's no such thing as not worshiping. Everybody worships. The only choice we get is what to worship, unquote. Number 16, I am not the center of the universe. It's difficult to think about the world from a perspective other than our own. We are always worried about what's going on in our lives. What does my schedule look like today? What if I lose my job during the next round of layoffs? Why can't I stop smoking? Why am I overweight? Why am I not happy with my life? We are strongly aware of everything connected to our lives, but we are only one ingredient in a much larger recipe. Number 17, awareness is the most precious freedom. Minimalism is a tool to rid ourselves of excess in favor of a deliberate life. It is a tool to take a seemingly intricate and convoluted world cluttered with its endless embellishments and make it simpler, easier, realer. 
It is unimaginably hard to remain conscious, attentive, and aware. It is difficult not to fall back into a trance-like state, surrounded by the trappings and obstructions of the tiring world around us, but it is crucial to do so, for this is real freedom. Number 18, be on the mountain. I use this term as a metaphor for living in the moment. When you climb to the peak, don't immediately plan your descent. Enjoy the view. Be on the mountain, just be. Number 19, we are scared for no reason. Just ask yourself, what am I afraid of? We're often scared of things that don't have a real effect on our lives or that we can't control, so we're worrying for no reason. Number 20, change is growth. We all want a different outcome, and yet most of us don't want any change in our lives. Change equals uncertainty, and uncertainty equals discomfort, and discomfort isn't fun. But when we learn to enjoy the process of change, when we choose to look at uncertainty as variety, then we get to reap all the rewards of change. That is how we grow. Number 21, pretending to be perfect doesn't make us perfect. I am not perfect, and I never will be. I make mistakes and bad decisions, and I fail at times. I stumble, I fall. I am human, a mixed bag, nuanced, the darkness and the light, as are you. And you are beautiful. Number 22, the past does not equal the future. My words are my words and I can't take them back. You can't change the past, so it's important to focus on the present. If the past equal the future, then your windshield would be of no use to you. You would simply drive with your eyes glued to the rearview mirror but driving this way, looking only behind you, is a surefire way to crash. Number 23, pain can be useful, but not suffering. Pain lets us know something is wrong. It indicates we must change what we're doing. Suffering, though, is a choice, and we can choose to stop suffering, to learn a lesson from the pain and move on with our lives. Number 24, doubt kills. The person who stops you from doing everything you want to do, who stops you from being completely free, who stops you from being healthy, happy, and passionate, is you. Number 25, it's okay to wait. Sometimes it's okay to wait a little longer for something. Why rush if you don't have to? Why not enjoy the journey? Number 26, honesty is important. Honesty at the most simple level is telling the truth, not lying. It's supremely important to be honest, and it's hurtful when you're not. But, number 27, Openness is just as important as honesty. Openness is more complicated than honesty. Openness involves being honest while painting an accurate picture, shooting straight, not misleading other people, and being real. Openness is far more subjective, and you must be honest with yourself before you can be open with others. This doesn't mean you must put your entire life on display. Some things are private, and that's okay too. Number 28, getting people's buy-in. Adding value to other people is the only way to get their buy-in. When I managed a large team of people, I constantly asked them questions like, how did you add value this week? I also asked that question of myself, and I would share with my team how I added value that week. That's how I got their buy-in. Number 29, hype is cancerous. So often we fall for the hype, buy more, save more, and three-day sale, and we are suckered into rash buying decisions because of scarcity and a false sense of urgency. We can train ourselves, though, to not only resist such hype, but to have a vitriolic reaction to the hype, to elicit a response so off-putting that we avoid anything that's hyped. When we're aware of the world around us, we can willfully develop a hype allergy. Number 30, I'm still trying to figure it all out. I don't intend to promulgate my views and opinions as some sort of maxims by which you should live your life. What works for me might not work for you. 
Sometimes it doesn't even work for me. For 30 more life lessons by Ryan Nicodemus, visit theminimalist.com forward slash 30 more. You just listened to the post titled 30 Life Lessons from 30 Years by Joshua Fields Milburn of theminimalist.com. And again, that was actually an excerpt from the audiobook that I made for them. The book is called Essential, Essays by the Minimalists. Thank you for listening all the way through. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you in the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.